You're listening to Ask Dr. Jake. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker. I'm the owner and founder of Good Life Family Chiropractic here on the south side of Lincoln in sunny Nebraska. And we're coming to you today with another message of health, hope, and wholeness. And today, if you are struggling specifically with pain, specifically coming from arthritis, if you've been told you have arthritis, then you're finding yourself in the right place, that God's got a message for you today, something that you need to hear. And so I encourage you, stop what you're doing, grab a pen and paper, and for the next 25 minutes, we're going to break down arthritis, the causes of arthritis, the progression of arthritis, how it happens, how God's laws and principles apply to arthritis creation, but more importantly, prevention and reversal. So even if you're not dealing with arthritis today or pain, this is the place that you want to be because God's got a plan. God worked everything out in the beginning, and he knows, and he governs all things, but it gives us free will in that. And it's our choices that determine whether or not you get arthritis. And so let's go ahead and get started. If you're needing help right now, maybe you need to start with a phone call to our office to set up a consult. You can call me at 402-413-8825. I'm standing by to take your phone call. If for some reason you miss me because I'm on the phone with somebody else or I'm with another patient, just leave a message or you can text that same number. Again, that's 413-8825 and I'll be happy to respond to you within the next hour to an hour and a half and we'll make sure that we set up some time to go through what exactly you're dealing with. And in fact, you know, when we when we start talking about arthritis, we have to recognize that there are all different types of arthritis. In fact, in school I had an entire section an entire class that was just on arthritis on x-ray, just identifying different types of arthritis and how they do that. And then I had a separate class on pathology where all we were focusing on was different types of arthritis and how it affects the body, what it looks like, the different, you know, symptoms that you would be dealing with. And so we're going we're gonna to really focus in on the most common ones today, but just know that no matter how rare your form of arthritis is, it's still going to follow one of two sets of rules. The first set of rules is the most common type. It's the type of rules that set up and make us follow degeneration, degenerative arthritis. And that can simply be broken down into whether or not this is due to inflammation over time. It's something that's governed by a law that God established called Wolf's Law. And I see most of my patients come through the office with some form of degenerative arthritis. It's about 80% of all arthritis that's out there is in the degenerative class. And so what it is, is that essentially any joint that gets out of alignment at all, whether that's in your hands or your fingers or your knees or your hips or your spine, it will start to degenerate at a rate of 7% per year. The inflammation from a misaligned joint, whether it's a severely misaligned joint or just microscopically misaligned joint, it degenerates at a rate of 7% per year. And so the longer you leave a misaligned joint out of place, the more inflammation, the more time this has to change. And this is actually a protective mechanism. When God designed this, he designed this mechanism to protect you. When a joint is misaligned, it starts to compromise the integrity of the entire system of the whole body. So in, in your hand, that doesn't mean all that much. Your finger is out of alignment, but that does affect the overall integrity of the purpose for which God created the hands. The finger is not going to move properly. It's going to start to wear down that disc 
improperly. And so it begins the fusion process. Wolf's Law is essentially a law that governs the fusion of joints. The design for joints is that they move. Your brain, it, it's got a specific spot in your brain called the vestibular cortex, which is responsible for recognizing that motion in space. And when it doesn't fire properly, it disrupts the rest of the brain and how it processes information. And so we want all joints, whether it's a finger or a toe or a knee or a hip or a vertebra to be moving properly. Now in your spine, and that's my spot, right? I'm a chiropractor. I want all of those vertebra to be moving appropriately. And now that's you know a very specific range of motion in each section of the spine. But when you're looking at your neck to see if there's arthritis in your neck, even without an x-ray, let's start with just measuring the motion. So think about it this way. If you've got pain in your neck and you cannot bring your chin down to your chest or you cannot look all the way up and back at the ceiling, if you can't bring your ear to each shoulder on both sides without lifting your shoulder or shoulder blade up to meet your ear, then you very likely have the beginnings of arthritis because one of those joints is stuck out of alignment. Now, what creates that arthritis long-term is really just inflammation in a misaligned joint over time. So inflammation is a normal, healthy process. If you twist your ankle and that starts to hurt right away, it'll swell up. That swelling is inflammation. It's an increase in blood flow, an increase in white blood cells, an increase in the immune response to that area. It's your body's healing process in action. And we're designed to heal from just about anything. But you twist an ankle and you can see that response. It hurts to the touch. You don't want to move it. And that's the healthy response. In order for that to heal appropriately, you want to take pressure off of this. And I see many patients coming through the office with that type of thing. In fact, uh, I had a patient uh, very close to me that I'm related to come through the office just last week for the first time. And he was he just moved into a brand new house and he had moved a lot of stuff and his back hurt and his shoulders hurt. And so we took a look at his spine and I could see that there were misalignments in his vertebra, some more severe than others. And the pain that he was feeling was from the inflammation in those joints, just like if you've sprained an ankle before, that's the same one. Now that pain, what it's trying to tell you to do is to stop. Stop moving, stop doing the normal things that you're doing so that it can heal, so that the power that God made you with can knit you back together, just like it knit you together in the first place inside your mother's womb. And it will do that. Whether you cut it, cut your hand or your finger or you cut your leg or you sprain an ankle, your body will heal you if it's given enough time and rest and nutrients. But the problem comes that we live such a busy life that we prioritize other things over healing. We prioritize other things over our health. So we keep doing the same things that created the problem in the first place. If we keep moving, right, we keep moving into a brand new house, even though our low back is flaring up, is that injury going to stay the same get better on its own, or is it going to get worse? Well, if you keep doing the same thing that created the injury in the first place, it's going to exacerbate the problem. It's going to get worse. And ultimately, when you're talking about a spinal issue, now you're also talking about the nervous system. And the nervous system is the system that God designed to heal. And so if like, you know, Matt, he came into my office with a damaged junction between his L5 vertebra, the lowest vertebra in his lumbar spine, where it meets his sacrum, it's become unstable. If he continues to push through that, 
because it doesn't hurt that bad, quote unquote, right? It doesn't hurt that bad. And they just take some ibuprofen, take some aspirin, covers up the pain symptoms so they doesn't have to hear that, basically putting masking tape or duct tape over that check engine light on his vehicle so that he doesn't have to see that something's wrong, doesn't have to feel that something's wrong. Now that's going to continue to be injured and eventually your body will continue to ignore it. That doesn't mean the problem's gone away. In fact, it just means that your body's adapted to the pain. Now the pain's become a normal part of your life. And when you go back and you leave that there for years and years, now that disc starts to degenerate, right? You start to get bone spurs. Those bone spurs start to grow out to try to fuse that segment together because now it's unstable because the injury that you sustained was not healed, was not dealt with appropriately because you continue to do the same thing over and over again. And it just gets worse and worse. Now, if we take that same joint, the L5 vertebra that's moved backwards, and we start to work to push it back into position, it doesn't just click into place. If you've been to a chiropractor before, you know oftentimes when you adjust the spine, it pops. That's not you clicking into place. That's gas releasing from the joint that's stuck out of position. Gas builds up in joints that are stuck out of position. If your neck is popping, if your neck is cracking, when you move it, it's stuck out of position and there's gas building up. And when you move it, the gas releases. Same thing applies when we adjust the spine. So I move that, uh, that vertebra back into place. That relieves tension on the joint. It immediately decreases inflammation and it allows that segment to heal better because it's less out of position. It's degenerating slower. And each time we go in and we work on it, each time we adjust it, we move it closer to being in position. And then with my special brand of chiropractic, we do advanced structural corrections. So now we get home exercises to retrain the muscles, ligaments, and tendons to engage around that vertebra better to learn that new position is the better position. Then when you come back the next time, now I'm not working with the same misalignment. Now I'm working with a lesser misalignment. I adjust that closer to the right position, retrain that with exercises. And in our office, we like to do vibration therapy as well to retrain the neurology around that joint, engage the spine better, engage the postural muscles better, engage the vestibular cortex better, and then we build adjustment on adjustment. Now, Matt, he responded beautifully to his first adjustment. But if we leave that there, if we keep doing the same things that we do on a daily basis and never follow up to make sure that that continued to heal, while that does have some benefit, ultimately the same problem is going to come back over and over and over again. And that's why for those of you who have gone to a chiropractor who's a pain-based chiropractor who adjusts you for your pain, he'll say, come back when it hurts or see me again tomorrow. And you keep coming back until the pain gets to a manageable place. And then he says, come back again when it hurts or come back again when you need me. And then you come back the next time with the exact same problem because we never followed up to make sure that it was healed in the first place. There's some benefit to those adjustments, but the approach, the pain-based approach is not going to prevent that arthritis from setting in because if we left that joint out of position even a little bit, Wolf's Law is back in action again. And this is why having something like Texnec can be so dangerous for you. We, we know that when you have text neck or even lose 50% of the curve in your cervical spine, that it decreases your life expectancy by as much as 20 years. People who have that curve live 20 years longer than people 
who've lost even half of that curve. And that's a major problem because we're all working on smartphones and laptop computers and all these things that retrain muscles, ligaments, and tendons to hold this head forward posture, retraining everything into this abnormal position. We give our kids tablets to work on at school and they're looking down all day at this tablet and it's engaging our brains in ways that it wasn't designed to be engaged and it increases the degenerative arthritis. And that increases at a rate of 7% per year. So then you go into your doctor when you're in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, you say, my back hurts. They give you the injection. They give you the over-counter medication. They give you the prescription medication. They, they do whatever it takes to get you out of pain. And if it doesn't go away, then they take an x-ray or, or an MRI and they find that you've got a bulging disc or herniated disc, phase two or phase three arthritis. And they'll say, yeah, it's due to the arthritis. We're going to get you on a systemic anti-inflammatory. Now, they get one thing right with that approach in that arthritis is essentially inflammation at its core, that even degenerative arthritis is inflammatory because that's the healing response. But what they're doing is what they're taking that healing process, right? Inflammation is ultimately a healing process in the body. They're blocking that healing process from happening for the sake of your pain, and they're guaranteeing that that arthritis is going to continue to persist. No matter what kind of chemistry you put into the body, you're not going to overcome the physiology, the laws and principles, Wolf's Law in action with chemistry. And that's where that breaks down. So if you're dealing with neck pain, if you're dealing with back pain, if you're dealing with a pain that radiates from up between the shoulders into the back of your head, and you've never had your spine assessed for arthritis, let's start there. Oftentimes, if you've seen a decrease in motion in your neck, if you've seen a decrease in motion in your low back, right, you can't bend over and touch your toes, we go in and even without pain, we'll start to see the early phases of arthritis. If you're older and you've been dealing with this for longer, we'll start to see those end phases. And so what does that look like? It starts number one with phase one. That's simply out of alignment. Any joint that's out of alignment will degenerate at a rate of 7% per year. And so by the time we get to phase one, we've been there between 14 and 18 years. So Let's say you're, you're in phase two now. We start seeing decrease in the disc space, decrease in the joint space. We start seeing bone spurs grow around that joint. That's phase two. It took us 14 years to get there once we hit phase one, once that joint was out of position. But what happens if we leave that there? We just take pain medications. We just take anti-inflammatories and we don't actually go in and realign those joints. Don't go back and put those back together. Then that continues to degenerate. It goes into phase three. Phase three is where it actually starts to fuse together. It's not fused together yet, but those, the disc space has gone away. Oftentimes people look at these joints and they'll call this bone on bone. Phase three is still oftentimes somewhat correctable. I like to say about 85% correctable because a lot of what God put there is still there. But let's say we leave that there. We continue to just deal with this on a pain basis and just cover up the symptoms with medication ultimately this fuses together. That's phase four. Phase four is irreparable without a joint replacement surgery. And yes, we can replace pieces of the hands, pieces of the elbow or the, you know, the shoulder or the hip or the knee. But ultimately when it comes to your spine, there is no joint replacement 
surgery, no vertebra replacement surgery. You can get elements of that joint be replaced, and we're getting better and better surgically, but even those fail every 10 to 15 years at about 100% rate. And so we want to make sure that if we have a chance to allow what God placed there to stay there, that we allow that to happen. And that's what I do. That's what I do in my office. And so if you're dealing with that, pick up the phone, call my office, 402-413-8825. We'll get you set up with a consult, an exam. We'll check your posture. We'll check your range of motion. I'll show you just where you're at in that scale. We'll do a digital nerve scan, see how much this arthritis is beginning to affect your neurology. See if you're in a fight or flight stress state because of the arthritis. And then we'll go and we'll take some x-rays and we'll see the exact stage of progression that this is. So I can tell you exactly what your prognosis is. If you're in phase one, you're fully correctable. Phase two, probably about 95%. In phase three, hopefully we're up as much as 85%, but let's not get anywhere near phase four where that's fused together. So 402-413-8825. That's a $42 exam if you're listening to us on the podcast or the radio or on Facebook today. Call now and we'll be happy to set you up for that exam. Let's switch gears for a second. I want to jump into the other category of arthritis and that's the inflammatory arthritis. That's things like rheumatoid arthritis. I had a patient come through with a rheumatoid type arthritis uh, that's called ALS, or sorry, not ALS, uh, AS, ankylosing spondylitis. And what that is, is an inflammatory reaction, literally an autoimmune reaction that creates inflammation in the joints that from an inflammation perspective starts to attack the joints themselves. And this happens so so often. It's more rare than degeneration, but it happens more and more often now because of all of the inflammatory exposures that we get on a daily basis. It starts, number one, with our stress. Our stress alone can induce an autoimmune response, and this actually happens through the vagus nerve, the parasympathetic control of the digestive system. When that nerve is not giving you proper connection to your gut. Your gut is the house for about 80%, 80 to 90% of your immune system. And when that's not functioning properly, you can induce an autoimmune response just from a stress response. The second way that we can create this is a misalignment around that vagus nerve. So let's say Atlas. Atlas is about 99 times out of 100 right where your vagus nerve exits out between the brainstem, either between the base of your skull and Atlas or between Atlas, the first bone in your neck, and the second bone in your neck axis. It's going to exit out from there. In my case, I actually had a breathing or disorder because of a misalignment of Atlas. I was two weeks old. My mom had brought me home from the hospital with a clean bill of health. I had just come home from my two-week well check at my pediatrician where they had given me another clean bill of health, and I quit breathing because Atlas had been misaligned. It was putting pressure on the vagus nerve, and it cut off the function of that vagus nerve as it controlled my lungs, the parasympathetic control of my lungs. We went through six months of medical testing and lack of diagnosis, lack of treatment because they couldn't find the cause of the problem before we ended up at a chiropractic office and they found that my atlas was misaligned. He did an adjustment. The, the realignment of atlas put that vertebra back into place, took pressure off of the vagus nerve, and I started to breathe again normally, literally saving my life. 
I see this in babies all the time. They develop digestive disorders. They develop abnormal function in their lungs or abnormal function in their heart, even from a young, young age because of a misalignment that happened at the top of the neck during the birth process or while they're learning to crawl or walk or stand, they start falling down more often. They hit their heads, even just going through the birth canal or being stuck in utero in an abnormal position can create a misalignment at the top of the neck. And when we don't address that, that builds up over time, that dysfunction builds up over time. And so then all of a sudden they develop an autoimmune type disorder, allergies, asthma, all of these things absolutely can be disrupted just by that misalignment at the top of the neck. But we look at, you know, going down this list of things that can create inflammation. Well, a misalignment of the spine can do that. We can do that at the top of the neck. We can also do that at the bottom of the neck where the sympathetic branches of your nervous system go out into the digestive system. If that's disrupted, that inflammation response follows quickly. Or let's jump to the third essential nutrition or lack thereof, really, if you're not getting the right nutrients in or you're getting the wrong things in excess, too much sugar, too much gluten, too much glyphosate because it's being sprayed on our foods. We're getting, we're not identifying food sensitivities. So many of us are sensitive to dairy and yet we keep going back to dairy over and over, whether it's cheese or butter or actually milk itself. We have this lactose intolerance or this casein intolerance and we're getting the wrong type of casein in our diet because that's just what everybody else is doing. That's what's conventional. That's what's normal as we talked about last week. If you do that, it starts to create dysfunction in our gut, disrupting the house of 80 to 90% of our immune system and making for an autoimmune response. That, if left there systemically, can attack just about anything. Some people will get that as rheumatoid arthritis. Some people will get that as things like ankylosing spondylitis. Some people will get that as like a psoriatic arthritis. You'll start seeing skin responses. Your skin will start to break out. My wife had an unidentified egg intolerance that she ate eggs for breakfast just about every day because it was part of a balanced diet, a healthy diet. And it was for a lot of people. But in her response, that egg sensitivity, it led to cystic acne. And she dealt with cystic acne for years. Now, I'm not saying that eggs cause cystic acne, but in her case, because she had a food sensitivity to it, it disrupted her gut and that induced a skin response. Oftentimes when the gut's involved, we see it in the skin. So if you've got rashes, if you've got hives, if you've got all these different things going on with your skin, look to the gut. Look to the gut as the cause. It's very unlikely that it was what you were putting on your skin, but it can absolutely be aggravated by what you put on your skin. The next thing is actually your fitness levels. Our digestive system requires a certain level of fitness to run properly. When we move, and I know this because of being a semi-high-level athlete, playing basketball and soccer at a high level in high school, and then doing somewhat of that in college at a little bit lower level uh, because I, I never followed up on that. But when I was exercising regularly, I would have two or three bowel movements a day. But when I don't exercise as regularly, I go to maybe five or six a week, and that becomes a much more strenuous process. It disrupts the digestive system. Some of my food sensitivities flare up, and it makes for a much more uncomfortable experience. But I know my immune system functions at a lower level without that exercise as well. 
The fifth category would be those toxins. And we've talked about toxins ad nauseum in the past, but everything from what we put on our skin to how we take our shower to the things that we expose ourselves to in our food supply, in our water supply, what's in our air, all these things get into our bloodstream through one means or another, and they create inflammation. Inflammation is at the root of all inflammatory arthritis types. Rheumatoid arthritis is an inflammatory arthritis type. Ankylosing spondylitis, an inflammatory arthritis type. And so whether you're dealing with an immune system-based, an inflammation-based arthritis, or you're dealing with a degenerative base, it all starts with an exam. This gal that we got the exam on, we found her atlas way off, but we also found her low back was also way off. So her gut was being affected by the misalignment at her vagus nerve, affecting the function of her vagus nerve, but it was also being affected by the inflammation created by the dysfunction in those sympathetic branches going out to her gut, creating stress there, the stress response in the immune system, the house of the immune system. And then you add in all of those external sources of inflammation as well from her diet, from her lack of exercise because of her pain. And then we look at as well those toxic responses that she was having. And it makes sense that she's been dealing with ankylosing spondylitis for years. Some of these arthritis that we're seeing, some of these more rare strains of arthritis that we're seeing are actually being passed down because our parents were exposed to some of these things that create inflammation. If that's you, if you're dealing with this, pick up the phone and call my office, 402-413-8825. I'm standing by to help you. I'm standing by to be here, to walk you through this journey, to actually get your body healing and whole again. 402-413-8825. That'll be a $42 exam any necessary x-rays are included in that price as well. And then we'll see where we need to go from there. We'll see what the answers to your problems are. I'm Dr. Jake. Join me again next week for another episode of Ask Dr. Jake.